You know, with me, every summer, I have sort of a ridiculous sports story, <laughs> or things you should buy. <laughs> that may or may not be life-threatening. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. But this, this isn't life-threatening. This is something, you know, um, do you know the company Hobie? No. Like Hobie Cat? They make trimorans and things like that. Oh, okay. And they also make, like, surfboards and all sorts of things. Well, they've created the Hobie Mirage Pro Angler. <laughs> So this is for the fisherman who wants everything. You'll have to go and look at the pro angler video. What it looks like is, is it's almost like a kayak, but it's outfitted like this really, really fancy fishing boat. Mm -hmm. So you can go in and it's got like a flat surface in front of it. Imagine if it's sort of like a kayak, kayak setup and it's got a board in front of it so that you can chop up your bait and all this sort of mm -hmm. stuff. But also with it having like the kayak set up, it makes it really easy to get it in. It's not like it's like a canoe. You can't go fishing in a canoe or else you'd flip it. Right. You know? Oh, I see. Okay. So, but with this thing, what you'd be able to do, and I was thinking it'd be great for up at the farm to get down to my primordial lake. Mm -hmm. because all you'd have to do is you'd have to put on some waders because it's ideal for getting into places where you traditionally can't easily launch boats. Mm -hmm. So you could just sort of like portage it in, flip it over, go in, and then go fishing. Now, we don't have any fish in the lake. <laughs> Which is another topic for another show. But, because we don't have any oxygen. But, but, in, but in principle, you could do but that. But yeah, but the stuff that this thing has. Like, I used to be a really, really big fishing freak when I was really? younger. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Hmm. No, I still have a tackle box with all my stuff. But yeah, but and it's got a cooler in it, too. And it's got room for six rods. <gasps> and two additional vertical rod holders. So you got a big fish on it. Oh my God. You know yeah, what I it loved looks... about this? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go. The thing that I loved about the write-up about it is like it's so it's so much like gear porn that it actually kind of reads like porn. <laughs> like the first sentence of it is ever wanted to gain access to the next new honey hole but couldn't quite <laughs> figure out how to get there. I know. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, but this is what got me all excited. How about seeing that sweet spot back through the woods? Better yet, what about that area that you've been dying to get down to? <laughs> <laughs> but you can imagine a lot more of this sort of um, kind of stuff going as, you know, boomers get older and people transition to, to sports and leisure activities that are maybe not quite as physically demanding. I've been getting as, that thing uh, down to my leg, getting yeah, down to this sweet true. spot. I probably... <laughs> Getting that in your honey Attack hole? Point, yeah. <laughs> I'm in my honey hole now, and I'm covered in leeches. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean, like that boomers with some dis with disposable income who are maybe transitioning into sort of slightly <laughs> less active sports. And who can afford people to carry them down to the to sweet spot <laughs> after the boat's already been in the water. <laughs> now, this is my other fit. Well, this is really about a bigger fishes. <laughs> this is about <laughs> sharks. Now people like to go to all sort of different parts of the world. Again, these fabulously wealthy people like that are not like you and I. But one of the problems is, is the occasional shark swims by, <laughs> yes. which might result in an attack. So what they've done is, is that they've created 
this pulse, this electric pulse can be attached to scuba diving gear, jet skis, or buoys. And what it does is that it sends out this really, really strong electric pulse that disorients the sharks and they basically run away. It seemed like such a smart idea. I was surprised that nobody had thought of it before. I know, I know. Because they have those things like the noise that keeps badgers away and stuff like that. Oh, I've got a great idea, by the way. What? Let's see if you think this is going to work. Because I have to keep raccoons away from my corn, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't have fence around my sweet corn that I'm growing. Mm -hmm. So one one of my cousins said that what he heard from a friend of his was, (laughs) is is that you get like one of those crank-operated radios. You put it on a talk station. You leave it outside. You put it like uh, something, uh, a bucket over it or something. Mm -hmm. And And then the raccoons here the voices, oh. and then they don't come and eat the corn. That's smart. Yeah. So Let me wh- know if that works. I will. Yes. You know what? This, this is not really directly related to this, but it did remind me of it. I listened to this amazing two-part documentary on ideas a while ago. It's called, I believe, Ocean Mind. Yeah. And it's about the consciousness of whales, and it is unbelievably fascinating. You can get it at cbc.ca slash ideas. It's on the ideas. Um, is it a podcast? It's available as a podcast. And it's it's so interesting and among the things that they do is they talk about you know the distances that the whale cries can go and they've tracked them going basically like across the ocean from like newfoundland to the caribbean one whales cry and they do these other things the sperm whales for instance which they've been studying they've always tried to figure out what it why they um sing for these long periods of time they sing these songs that go on for like 20 hours or something and they they sing yeah. For 20 yeah. hours? Yeah, and they're complicated like songs. And they always thought that it was for the males to attract a mate because only the males do this. But they've never found an example of a male attracting a female. What they find is that they'll sing for 20 hours, another male will come up, they'll swim off together for like two minutes, and they come back and then they don't s- sing anymore. It's like totally bizarre. Anyway, it's a f- <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something that happens in my neighborhood downtown. <laughs> I'd like to listen to that. Yeah, no, it's super, super They can hear each other from like an ocean apart? I guess so. I mean, presumably that's why they can go that far. Did you ever see that movie, Day of the Dolphin? No. George C. Scott? Oh, you should see that. Because it's like the the dolphins call to one another and they speak. Remember when dolphins were in? There was a period when everyone loved dolphins. They call it flipper, flipper, (laughs) faster than lightning. So just before we go, I have a really quick... (laughs) No, no, there'll be no singing, Kathy, no singing. <laughs> no, 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 we're just talking to you long. Just they a very quick thing <laughs> from uh, New Scientists. They were talking about, you know, all the innovations that have been going on in smartphones and how really, like, there's all this innovation that's just right around the corner. And some of them were things that you talked about, Microsoft research with the um, infrared sensors that let you actually interact with the cell phone without touching it because it's actually reading yes. the movement of your fingers. Or things like, this I thought was hilarious, dealing with the problem of battery life. Nokia is floating the idea that they've designed a prototype that basically scavenges energy from things like TV towers and uh, mobile antennas, which I thought was hilarious. If you imagine a case where we have tons of mobile devices, you know, and you need them to be powered up, that it's like little device that sort of sucks the wattage out of somebody else's house or whatever. <laughs> that was really funny. Fun. Yeah, so oh, they had, it's just a little write-up about innovations kind of on the bleeding edge uh, for cell phones, and I don't have a ton to say about it, but I thought it yeah, was uh, well, worth no. taking a look at. And actually, when you start to think about smartphones as just being basically these platforms for multifunctional, you know, with all these apps and stuff, multifunctional 
uh, yeah. mini computers. It's at a New Scientist blog. There's a link at the blog, which is thesniffer.net. See ya. Bye. Bye.